I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. No shirt, no shoes, no problem, y'all. You have food coming. I have food coming. Wait, so should we have even started this now? I'm fine with, I mean, I'm fine with us taking a pause in the middle of it or yeah, something well, just for me to get the food. It'll be exciting for our listeners to know that we are still recording in your apartment. Actually, I remember on my last podcast, we had like a roundtable discussion and um, it, was at my, it was at my co-host's house, Abby. Um, who hey, just, Abby. Hey, Abby, who just moved back to New York from uh, Seattle, Washington. Woo-woo! Yeah. Um, City that never sleeps, center of the universe, all girls <laughs> oh, yeah. lead. And so it's the two of us and two of my friends and two of her roommates. And all of a sudden, the bell rings. They open it, like, they receive it. It's a package from Amazon. And one of her roommates had ordered a sex toy <gasps> that got delivered mid-podcast. Oh, my God. So pretty much the rest of that podcast was just, like, talking about it and like i remember at one point abby goes but what's the immediate need and i'm like i think we all know what the immediate need is <laughs> and who had a suction cup on the bottom of it and my friend was like i believe it's a hands-free option yeah you told me about that it sticks uh, to the did wall I? or some shit yeah like, yeah we oh. stuck it on the wall <laughs> the wall oh my god gross. yeah it was Gross, That's but it was so funny. Not to, like, sex shame Abby's old roommate, but still. No. I mean, he's pretty, like, I don't know it's if he can. It's a he? Yeah. <gasps> I was imagining a girl. No. Oh, now I get the wall thing. Yeah. Oh. I mean, he's awesome, but, mm. like, that that's, and I'm not even shaming him either. Like, that's just a thing that happened, and it was so funny. Have you ever been sex toy shopping? No. I gotta tell you, going to the pleasure test is really fun. Is that what they call it down there by you, or where is? No, no, is it's New a, York. It's, no, well, yeah, it's it, it started in the village. It okay. has a location in Midtown East, and it's actually really famous in downtown LA. Oh. There was a whole episode about Kim's uh, Kim Kardashian's bachelorette party, and Chloe and Courtney had to make a private appointment at the pleasure chest to like walk around and buy shit. That's so funny. Yeah, all of the penis like uh, candy necklaces and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I have to tell you, it's a fascinating store. Is I mean, it? you can go there or Babeland or wherever, but like those stores are crazy. And they have like seminars that you can attend, like free seminars on how to use the products, like different, you know, like how to give the best blowjob. It's so weird. Wow. Yeah, it's really okay. Intense. Do you um, think your parents are still listening to the podcast? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, Speaking but, of getting things delivered, oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, that's okay. I'm so, I'm like so hungry that like I have no attention span right now. Yeah, you do seem a little bags it, under the eyes. Yeah, and I, well, I did wake up like dumb early today for some reason. Like, right. I slept fine, but I didn't just, I just didn't get a lot of sleep. Oh, okay. So yeah, it happens. But you were saying. I, oh no, I was just going to say that um, I ordered this thing from Overstock called Babyfoot. It's not a literal baby's foot. It's like a pet egg, right? Um, no, it's similar, um, but it uh, it does a similar thing. But the mm. pet egg is like a grater, a cheese grater that you scrape away dead skin. Yeah. Baby foot is where you um, put your bat, uh, put your foot in a bag of like foot chemicals. Okay. And then you walk around the house for an hour with little booties on. Oh and yeah. And then a yeah. couple days later, all your skin falls off, like all the dead skin. Yeah. And you're like you peel it. It's like really fun. It's like an interactive thing, and you make videos. 
Oh my god. So me and my brother's girlfriend ordered these together over a Christmas holiday. And I I was staying at my parents through New Year's, so I ordered it to their house. And it apparently arrived the day I left. Mm. So then I never got it. But then it turns out my parents said it never came. It just said it was delivered, but I guess really? it, it, it got lost in transit. So I called Overstock mm-hmm. and the other day and was like, hey, so I ordered this thing a long time ago. And my parents said they never got it. Now I'm back in New York. Can you send me another one? Again, I got the customer receipt saying it had been delivered to my apartment in New York. It's not there. And it doesn't even give it, you like a, it, this was like, you weren't home. So it is at this post yeah, office. Yeah, it never came. Holy crap. And it's only like 15 bucks, but like I want my 15 bucks back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What the hell? If he can get sex toys delivered in the middle of a podcast, I want you, baby foot. Exactly. Oh my God. Well, there you have it, folks. And the guy on the phone when I called Overstock, y'all, don't try to call Overstock. I called like five or six times and you get an automated voice that says, no one can help you now. Please call back later. You don't even wait on the phone. What? They don't even put you on hold? There's no no music? No. Holy shit. They're like, all of our customer service whoever's are not available. Goodbye. Oh my God. You're like, what? So I called like so many times and then finally like right at the end of business on a Friday, like 5 p.m. on a Friday, I called. And this guy, clearly it's his last call of the day. And he's like, yeah. hi, well, thank you for calling Overstock. This is Zach. How may I help you? And I was like, hi, Zach. Yeah. I'm going to prolong this as long as possible. I'm going to draw this Ugh. out. It ended up taking a really long time anyway because Zach is kind of computer illiterate. illiterate. Yeah, like a major customer service deficiency. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Have you ever had a bad customer service interaction? All the time. Not all the time. You work in customer service. I work in customer service. Do you ever so I feel like very... people are treating you like you're giving bad customer service when they get frustrated? Oh yeah, all the time. That used to happen all the time, especially yeah. at container store. Like, oh yeah, you got a good. Do you have a good story about someone yelling at you? Um, I bet you do. I, I mean, I'm sure do. I do, but like, I'm trying to remember what. Like, there was one time that sticks out because I used to help. I wasn't a manager, but like, I used to be one of the people who they put in charge of like one of the custom closets section. They do and custom closets there? Yeah. This is why I can never go. Yeah. If I go, will you go with me? Because oh, yeah, I really, totally. I don't feel comfortable going by myself where I can't trust myself. Like, you would tell me what you, things are actually, like, people actually use. Yeah. 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 Um, and it was in the middle of, like, one of the busy seasons for that department. And there's a busy season there's for a busy building season. closets? Yeah, because they it? have, um, like, Christmas to Valentine's Day is, like, the season, like, where... Do people I, give custom closets as gifts? Um, I've seen that happen, yeah. Closet customization. Yeah, because My dad gave my mom a kitchen, so I, I guess you can... You can. I mean, and it's a modular system, too, so it's, like, built to last. It's what is ma- modular? Um, that it comes in, like, specific sizes. You can cut them down, but it comes in different sizes. So, like, if you up and move, you can up and move with the closet. I bet the container store has one of those crazy robots that can, like, scan the closet space you already have and tell you the dimensions. No, they bring in real people. Oh, real people? Yeah. <sighs> Gosh, customer service has I know, really right? suffered. I want robots. <laughs> I literally, Get with it. I can't wait until the day when a drone drops off a package for me. Uh-huh. I the first five times, it's going to be the most exciting. It'll be like Christmas morning, like waiting at the window. They they started doing that, right? Oh yeah, it's already been happening. I thought so. Yeah, but it's kind of like the Google car. It's not going so oh well. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> that's frightening. But anyway, yeah, I remember being. Like, not even being the one in charge of it, but being, like, the assistant. And I would be like, hey. And someone was like, I'd like to speak to someone. I'm like, okay, well, you can either make an appointment or you can um, uh, wait in queue. 
Uh, and she was like, how long is that going to take? Queue is a fancy British word. I know, for line. For line. So you can wait in line. She's like, well, how long is the queue going to take? I'm like, at this point, because of, uh, because of how busy we are, like, about an hour and a half at least. Woof. If but you want But that wanna... store, is it big enough to, like, kill an hour and a half just wandering around and looking at shit? I mean, yes, for a lot of people it is. I mean, I had been there for five years, so I'm just like, I know what everything is. But I'm she bored. was on a mission. But she was, like, she was on a mission, and she was also just very entitled. And so she was like, okay, and if I make an appointment for later today, I said, well, then I would recommend coming back around five. And she goes, I want to speak to a manager. Like, almost immediately. I would love, oh my gosh, okay. And I go, okay, she's in charge. And then so she's like, so I'm waiting now. And he tells me if I um, want to wait in queue, it's two hours. And if I want to uh, make an appointment to come back at five. And my uh, the actual person who was in charge, who's a good friend of mine, was like, yeah, we recommend that so you can come back. You're, uh, you get put at the front of the line. And uh, what he's telling you is that there's probably going to be a lot less people here around that time. So it's up to you. So that's just one instance that sticks out. I mean, was she like, okay. People always think that the person who's not the manager is lying to them for yeah. some reason. Oh, yeah. Or like placating. I don't know. I've I was had... going to say, though, I do have a friend. My friend Taylor does this thing. I don't know if he still does it, but Taylor Alcott, hey, buddy. Um, he does this thing, or at least he did when we were in high school and college, where he would, um, <laughs> if someone was giving us a hard time out and about, whether or not it was a place of his work or not, he would just be like, it's okay, I work here. I would love, I love if she that. was like, I would like to speak to the manager. And, you're, and you, like, with no shame, even if your manager is right next to you, for you I to be am like, the manager. I'm the manager. <laughs> I know. Pe- I work with people. Not now, but I, I worked. I've worked with people since who do that. Yeah. And it's amazing. We had when I worked at the brewery. I was supposed to be working more like beer focused stuff, but mm-hmm. then I ended up on the floor. I, you remember I told you the managers yeah. never came up to the floor. Oh yeah. Like never. So let's say even if it's not my fault, the kitchen sends something you know like not cooked the way someone specified or you know whatever. I always have to get a manager to swipe a managerial card to mm-hmm. punch in, you know, some sort of discount or take it off the POS or whatever. And every time you have to like run the gambit, it's like two restaurants connected. So you have to run through the front of one and down the stairs and into the basement or into the basement across all of the piping and like secret hidden hallways to the office. It's like going through a labyrinth. Oh my God, it was horrible. And apparently like, I didn't know it was a rule because nobody trained each other well there. But you're not supposed to go to the other side of the restaurant unless you're dressed in the other restaurant's uniform. So I went through one time. This is like the thousandth time I've done this. And this like little manager who had, he literally little, had a Napoleonic complex. Mm. And was like, hey, yeah, like screamed at me on the floor in the middle of dinner service. And I was like, and he was like, you know you're not supposed to be doing that in that shirt, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, um, I'm sorry, I'm the manager. No, I'm just kidding. Imagine if you had done that. That would have been amazing. He was the manager. That was the problem. But the GM was in love with me. And a lot of the people there didn't like me because I went to college. And they felt like I was just super smart and annoying, which I think I am (laughs) 24-7. But the GM loved me because I went to college. And he, like, kind of vibed with that, that he didn't have to tell me anything twice or explain Mm. anything to me. Yeah. But everyone else found it very know-it-all-y because mm. I'd worked in a restaurant before because I had a degree and I groom myself and I know how to tuck in my shirt. <laughs> I like knew this is so stupid. I'm the manager. I like my favorite thing now is like picking up different little terms and stuff like mm-hmm. to not get the manager involved. 
Like one of my one of my favorites nowadays is, well, we can continue to have this conversation, or we can figure out a solution for you. Whoa! Snatched. That is I've insane. Said, like I've said that a few times. I picked that up from someone else. Like, well, and you right have really floor. big eyes, so when you want them to be condescending, they're really oh my God. Yeah. condescending. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially because I can, I like, I can do the kill them with kindness thing, where I'm like, <laughs> well, we don't have that product in stock because that's the nature of the business. Whoa! You're like, I'm sorry for anybody who doesn't like who lives under a rock. That doesn't exist yeah, anymore. That's the nature of retail. We can't Sometimes really... we don't have things in stock because other people buy them before you. Right. Well, when's it coming in? You can check that out online. Yeah. Well, we can't say where Ian works, but we will say that where he works has a very large international platform. So, yeah. like, when people come in insisting that something exists that doesn't, it's like, bro, yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. It's either all over the news or available on the website. Like, exactly. get it together. Or, like, available in another place. Oh, like, my God. We're not the only place that sells things. Um, Whenever that shit happens, I would love if the person walked away. I just need a small video. Like, oh, Vine doesn't exist anymore, but this would be a perfect Vine. Of you rolling your eyes and pulling at your collar and going, yeesh. (laughs) (laughs) Am I right? Am I right? Or just turn to the, like, where where Ian works is also a really big room. If he turned to the whole room and was like, am I right, people? (laughs) (laughs) Ladies. (laughs) Ladies, ladies, anybody here? Single? Uh, Anybody here? uh, No, okay, okay. Okay, no, sure. oh, That's okay. Um, next uh, on the queue? <laughs> next, next in queue. Oh, Denise. I'm seeing a Denise. Denise, Denise, party of. Oh, uh, wrong job. Denise. <laughs> do you have a custom closet? Oh my gosh. If they could do custom closets where you work, it would be so fancy pants. Mm hmm. All right. Well, we're going to the container store. We are. When would you like to go? Uh, whenever, whenever we're both available. Mm, yes, I have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday off next week. I will be in North Carolina. No, no, we're going to. The- <laughs> I'm just I have to hold off my trip. No, Kakalaka. Are you going to eat at Bojangles for me? Sure. Yeah. Will you yeah. send me some home? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. I can UPS that, right? <laughs> it probably won't get to my building, apparently. Oh, yeah, that's Although, fair. no, Overstock uses DHL, which sounds fancy, but it only works in L.A. where people have front doorsteps. Okay, go so ahead. So, Claire. Yeah. What was the thing that happened this week for you? So, it actually happened today. Cool. I wasn't sure if anything really interesting happened this week, and I was kind of getting panicked this morning that there would be, like, nothing to talk about, but then I went to a fantastic audition. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, well, it was great. Um, I've been auditioning because it's audition season. We're in the thick of it all tis of this the summer. Season. Yeah, t- tis the season. Um, that's not a song. So... <laughs> Audition season is um, the heavy time during like January to like early March-ish where all of the summer and fall theater seasons are cast around all of America. And so I've been doing a lot of auditions for regional work and I went to one today for, ooh, what was it for? Some regional theater, right? Probably. No, maybe. Anyway, they were doing spelling bee, so I was going to I was going to go and and get my Rona Lisa Peretti on. And while I'm waiting in line, so okay, I have to explain some stuff. Okay. At an equity audition, Actors Equity Association is the stage actor and stage managers union. You can sign up for an appointment 
and then you show up and then they call you into a line depending on when like where your headshot falls in the pile of the order of the of the signups and so then we're lined up and then they give you this whole spiel about like not talking on the line and um, at the building we were at which is the equity headquarters there's a, a little hallway you step into for some privacy before you go into the audition so then they tell you about the hallway procedure and then they tell you who's in the room and who you're singing or dancing or talking to and then uh that's it and then you just go one at a time in and out and you I mean I hate when people hold the door for me but like at an audition I really want the door to close but whatever anyway so there's this whole polite niceties thing but there's also for the signups a very complicated like you have to show the card for the union you're in and then the monitor has to fill out the paperwork you're not allowed to touch their papers because they want to make sure that everything goes according to union protocol Okay, so Ian knows all that, but that's for everyone at home. Okay, Mm -hmm. so just know that it is majorly taboo to touch anything on the monitor's table. Uh Uh-oh. And here we go. (laughs) So I'm in line, right? And this girl, uh, this uh, woman in front of me goes into the holding hallway, which is the space between the line and the audition. So she goes into this privacy hallway, right? It's my turn next. So when the person who's auditioning comes out, I'm going to switch and it rotates in a circle like that cyclically. So I'm supposed to be paying attention to the doorway that I'm waiting for someone to come out of so that I can keep the process moving. In the meantime, the monitor has gone around the corner to talk to someone else at equity and he's about to come back to his table. But while he's gone, someone walks up to the table and instead of waiting for the monitor, he looks around, then pulls one of the monitor's alternate lists forward. An alternate list is when... A person doesn't have a signed up appointment, so they're waiting uh, to have hear their name called to be kind of thrown in between groups or whatever. So this guy pulls over one of the lists and he writes his name on it. First off, it should have been an indicator that all the other names were written in a single handwriting, the monitors. Yeah. It wasn't like people signing themselves up. This is not the non-union list. This is like one of the official lists, which it's hard to explain to people at home how how important it is that everything stays uniform. Yeah. It's also hard to emphasize to anyone who's not in theater how taboo this is. This is like the worst possible thing you can do except telling the director to fuck off. Yeah. Like the worst thing in theater you can do is offend the monitor. Yeah. Because they're running the audition. They could technically tell you that you're not allowed to audition. Yeah, because they're going to go in with, like, the ten headshots in your group and be like, this is your next ten. By the way, number four is a dipshit. Don't don't even bother. Right, exactly. Which, like, equity monitors aren't supposed to do that, but they all do in some way, shape, or form. Or they'll just remember you for next time. Oop, there's the door. Ian's food is here. Okay. Okay. So anyway, it's just super, 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 super taboo to fuck with the monitor's shit. Mm -hmm. And monitors remember everything. They have elephants' brains. It's true. Yeah, they seriously do. And there are some really snarky and or mean ones that you just don't want to cross. Exactly. So anyway, the guy signs in. I'm I'm about to go in the room. Then the monitor comes back to the table. And he's like, hey, can I help you? To this guy. And this is a really nice monitor. And the guy's like, 
oh yeah, I just signed myself in on uh, this list. And the monitor goes, okay, um, never do that. <laughs> and then the guy was like, oh, why? And he was like, because this is my table with my stuff. And just like, don't ever do that. And he was like, uh, okay. And he's like, I don't think that the message is getting across, sir. So I'm going to explain this to you, but you should already know these rules. And it was, and so then he goes into the explanation and then he asked the guy for his card to prove he is who he says he is and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, someone has come out of the room and I forgot to go in, <gasps> which is also a major taboo because I'm fucking up the, the process. So finally someone online is like, are you going to go into the holding hallway? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was distracted. She was like, uh-huh. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay. Rude. So then, so I'm like really frazzled. So then I go into the holding hallway, the woman before me auditions, they were also doing gypsy. So she's singing for gypsy. She's singing like Ethelbonum. And it's very big and crazy. And I'm like listening to that. I'm frazzled because of what I saw. And also that woman online yelling at me, not really yelling, just whisper, like whisper nudging. Yeah. So but the, like not even in a nice way, apparently. Right. Well, I, she's one of those, you know, equity doms that like still auditions for all of the, I see her everywhere, but it's like, if you were really worth your salt and you're almost 50 or 55 years old, like you shouldn't be coming to these auditions, right? Am I, I crazy? Don't I don't know. Like I see. Is that prejudicial? Not going to lie a little bit just because I see like old, not, I don't want to say older folk, but there's a lot of like. No, but I'm saying if she was successful in our business, she wouldn't have to go to those calls. That's what I'm saying. Not that she you doesn't don't think belong. so. No, she's well. I mean, she pays dues the same as you and me. Yeah, but I mean, like, how else would she get the audition? Just through like knowing people, like, and just... also having booked enough to be invited back if she's doing okay. regional gigs. Got it. I right? see. I see. I don't know. That is prejudicial. You're right. It wasn't. But ageist. also, I was just thinking she should have booked enough, or most likely have sure. booked enough. I just over saw. Her career. I just also didn't think of it in the way that like she like. At this point, her, her career would probably know people that would invite her back. Right, but I mean, it could be a sign from the way she treated me. Maybe people don't want her to come back. <laughs> Ian is eating, but he definitely agrees. His arm is swinging in agreement. It's true. You're going to get, like, all of my body noises right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Gross. Not all of them. Body noises. That's not a phrase anyone wants to hear, I know. Ian. Ugh, body noise. Sorry, y'all. That is not the Don't title look at of the me. episode. Don't look at me. <laughs> so, so how did, but it went well? It went well, but the funny thing about it was I was so frazzled that when I went in the room, it, it was weird. It just kept piling on and on, just kind of unusual. So then I go to the accompanist, and normally the accompanist, the person who plays the piano for a singing audition, normally you give them like a tempo, you tell them where the cut begins and ends, like the part of the song you're going to sing, and maybe you give them some like, you know, like... Like, yeah, slow down here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, just a Big just ending. minor instruction, you know, but just like how you want it to feel and, and move. Yeah. So I put down the music and the accompanist goes, and it's an accompanist I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, okay, what is this? And I go, it's a summer in Ohio from the last five years. And she goes, okay, uh-huh. And I was like, okay, so the cut begins. She goes, uh-huh. I was like, okay, and I need this pitch. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. And the room is very full of casting directors, music directors, production directors, artistic directors, like important people. And I think she, I know what theater this might be. I don't even honestly remember the name. Hold on. I, I'll say it out loud if I can remember the name. Because um, I want them to know that accompanist wronged me. Mm. Um, no, what? Uh, well, oh, fuck. What was, was it? Was it Finger Lakes? No, 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 no. It wasn't Merry-Go-Round. No, that's in February. Uh, 
Today was Cape Playhouse. Continue on. So yeah, so the accompanist was just giving me a hard time. And uh, so then I do the cut. She's a great accompanist. She's just a mean person. Rude. And, Rude. But there's a part at the beginning of the cut, for those that don't know Jason Robert Brown or The Last Five Years or who saw the Anna Kendrick movie, whatever, um, which was decent. It oh. didn't annoy me as much as I thought it would. I normally hate movie musicals, but I thought it was well produced. I don't think I th- Anna Kendrick sings well enough for it. That's probably my again. soda. That better be soda. Watch him have gone to the bodega and bought you a soda. Right. Let's find out the sugar content of this before you kill yourself. Right. Protein, zero grams of protein. Okay. Okay, well, soda's not supposed to have protein. Sodium. I'm not seeing sugar. What? Unless I'm just blind. Is it sugar-free? Is it? Sugar, 56 grams. Oh, well, there's that. I'll take that. There are 220 calories in this bottle, but there's 56 grams of serving. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Clara's mourning for me as we speak. By the end of this podcast, Ian's going to be dead. (laughs) Like that woman on the bus. I am going to be straight up. Hashtag grandma dab. Hashtag grandma dab. Um. So, so I'm sorry, the, this story was interrupted twice by my Mexican food. No, it's okay. So that that can be tangent number one is all the Mexican food. It's all the Mexican shit. food. Okay, so then, I'll, I'll take that. Um. So anyway, in the song, the cut goes, um, son of a bitch, I guess I'm doing something right. I finally got something right. And then she finishes the song. Mm-hmm. So I always do it. Son of a bitch, I guess I'm doing something right. I finally got something right. Okay. But I was so frazzled that it came out like this. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Oh, I changed the key. Wow. (laughs) Son of a bitch, I guess I'm doing something right. I finally got Something right. Whatever the key is. I don't know what the key is. That is a choice. So I screamed, got, and I grabbed my hand like I was grabbing something out of the air. (laughs) And one of the women, one of the women behind the table was so startled. (laughs) I can't even finish. She She was so... Okay, hold on. I have to wipe my spit off. Oh my god! Because I just spat. That's so funny. She was so startled that she jumps back in her chair and and clutches her chest, clutches her chest like she's having a heart attack, but without saying a word because she's trying to be respectful of me. So then I finish the cut, right? I finish the cut. This is the end of the story. I'm sorry, it's gone on so long. This is not really the thing that happened this week. It was like my whole morning, but. I finished the cut, and they're like, wow, Claire, <laughs> thank you so much. Like, wow, that was no. so great. Thank you so much. That's so funny. So then they, they liked it, but I think they were just, like, really caught off guard. It's like, there's, some, like, there's something going on with her. So I take my book, and I'm leaving the room, and the woman that sassed me about getting online, she comes, 
she comes in the door and I'm going back through the hallway to leave. Mm-hmm. She comes through the door and I hear the door close behind me and she turns and she goes, well, I mean, good morning. Wow. Oh, oh my God. She said it just like that. And they all were like, yeah, wow. But they were saying it like, yeah, Claire brought energy. And she was saying like, it like, wow, wow Claire these fucking These kids, sucked. right? Oh my God. So What's I'm sorry. What's the matter with kids today? That story was probably, look at the spikes on the sound of this episode. It's going to be an unintelligent me screaming, but... It was, okay. it was just crazy. Guy signs the monitor's list. I forget to go in the room. I finally go in the room. The accompanist accosts me. I accost the casting director. And then I leave. And then you get accosted from, like, from like behind. <laughs> from behind. Accosted from behind. Ooh. The Ian Brodsky story. Too true. I, I gave it to you. I didn't want it. <laughs> I will tell you a funny, somewhat related story about that. Like, in that vein later. Okay. No, tell it now. You want tangent number two? Tangent number two. One time, my one of my best friends from college, who's actually moving out to LA tomorrow, so safe travels, Mike. And he he and I were hi, Mike. He and I were Bialystok and Bloom together. My final show at um, in college. Bialystok and Bloom. Exactly. Bialystok and Bloom. And so, like the not funny story about it, like the not funny part of the story is that um, we lit my. Parents' apartment was under a sexual predators, like a convicted sexual predator. Oh goodness! Who was like taken away one day, like in a cop car. Like it was, it was like pretty sad. Oh but gosh! Then we're at dinner. It's I was visiting my mom to get the air conditioner to bring back up to school, and of course because it's a heavy air conditioner and I don't have upper body strength, I bring my friend Mike, who <laughs> is a boulder of a human. Um, is Mike single? Oh, he's moving. Never mind. But yes, he is. Um, He's single, Mike. <laughs> um, Hi, Mike. Yeah. And <laughs> Ian's like, yeah, Claire, stay away. Just leave my um, friends alone. And he, uh, sorry, we were at dinner, and my mom goes, Ian, I want you closing your blinds. I don't want you outside. And I'm like, why, Mom? And she goes, there's a pedophile upstairs. And I'm like, he was taken away. And my mom goes, Ian, he touches little boys. And my friend Mike <gasps> goes, you're like a medium-sized boy. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Oh my god! I thought that was funny. <laughs> Do you know how British people say pedophile? Pedophile. Pedophile. Yeah, I had to stop myself just now from saying pedophile. It's pretty funny. I love it. Well, it's not funny. It's not funny, but Whoa, like, not but like that situation, like. Was but the funny. way they say, uh, "You can join the queue uh, behind the pedophile." <laughs> <laughs> That's a sketch. Thus ended um, the second tangent. Two. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, just a kooky audition story. You got any kooky audition stories? Hmm. I'm sure I do. I'm trying to remember kooky, but, um, excuse me, I'm going to take a sip of my soda. 56 grams of sugar. 56 grams of sugar. I'm laughing now. Um, <laughs> it wasn't kooky. I, I remember being cut off in an audition once that I had, like, mm. I was in Massachusetts for a conference. And I left, N-E-T-C? like... No, um, uh, ACTF, American College Theater Festival. Mmm. Which is, like, this big bullshit theater festival that, like, we used to participate in, and, like, one person from our school made it to the finals every year. Good for them. Oh, so you were the finalist. No, I was not, but... Oh, you were just attending. I was just attending, and, like, you're supposed to, like, do workshops and, like, I guess network and, like, do things, but it's just full of, like, such annoying people, and everyone in my... (laughs) Everyone that I went to school with, and especially when I was there, were like, yeah, let's go to the hot tub. Ooh, hot tub. Well, it was always in a hotel. Mm. Um, 
So I left a day early for this audition. They cut me off, like, with, like, four, like, two bars left of the song. Yeah. And, I'm, and then I walked up, I'm like, well, I guess I'm glad I went in for it, but also, like, if I had known that, like, they were, that from the time I walked in, they were just going to be like, this is not what we want, then I just would have not taken that audition and been like, yeah, I'm out of town, so I can't come to that audition. Right. Because, yeah, so that's, like, that's the only, like, I don't know, I'm trying to remember, like, weird ones or, like, crazy ones or... That one, I mean, honestly, this wasn't a particularly crazy audition. Like, I had my my favorite, favorite crazy audition was... I was auditioning for, I'll say it, Hangar Theater in Ithaca, New York. I had a private audition when I was in college Mm. uh, for Titanic the Musical. And I was the first of the day, and when the casting director, the casting associate from uh, coming down from Ithaca showed up, she was late... And so we got a late start. So I go in and um, she explains to me, you know, this is the accompanist and, um, you know, like talk to the accompanist. So I'm talking, whatever. I'm talking to the accompanist and then I turn around and the casting associate from Hangar, like one of their staff members, she's making a yogurt parfait at the table. Like, she brought granola in a separate tub. Wow. She brought berries in a separate tub. She had a whole, like, quart of Greek yogurt and then had a bowl with a spoon that she was taking out of a cooler. She was making... A parfait. A parfait. Like, a literal... She was parfait. That's what Starbucks is for. Oh, my gosh. It was so crazy. So then I sing my heart out for Titanic, right? And I'm, like, in the final two or three people to play this role. Mm-hmm. It was for pregnant Kate. Oh. And I'm singing for it, and the whole time she's making the parfait, she doesn't look up at me once. And then I, at the end, she's like, okay, thanks, Claire. Have a good day. Like, had nothing to That's say. That's it? It was so crazy. I mean, I made it even further. I made it between the final two, oh, but I didn't end up booking the job. Oh, that's too bad. And then my friend, he went to play uh, the role opposite of the one I was auditioning mm-hmm. for that summer at Ithaca. And he told me that the reason he got the job, they told him the reason he got the job is because he sent a thank you note. I didn't send a thank you note because I had nothing to thank them for. She made a yogurt parfait. Wow. Who don't like no parfait? (laughs) Loves me a parfait, though. Everybody loves a good Shrek joke. Yeah. Old guys are like onions. But then doesn't he say, like, oh, parfait is the best damn thing in the world. Yes. I remember remember hearing that I was, like, eight or whatever, and I thought that was so (laughs) funny. That is really funny. Man, Shrek is a funny movie. You know what I really loved? Shrek 3. Because I have all the theater references. Like, oh, see, but Shrek 2 is the best one. With the fairy so? godmother. And she sings the song and gives her a Bichon Frise. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. The I liked all tangent number three. <laughs> um, all right. My so, turn? Yeah, that's really it. Okay. That's it. Well, dang. Yeah. That's a, that's a story. It was something. I talked yeah. so much because Ian Because was I was eating my food. Like, so now I need to let Ian take, thank you. take over for a long time. Well, that's... But, well, thank you for thank you for letting me eat while you tell your story. Like, yeah, of course. Um, thank you. You must eat. Yes. I'm, thank you. I'm telling you, literally, <laughs> your face has perked up and the bags under your eyes are not purple anymore. Thank you. Yeah, blood um, sugar. Blood sugar. That's the thing, like... 56 grams <laughs> of blood sugar. Would you like some blood with that sugar? <laughs> You want some blood sugar? We just all start talking like that. It's like, how how you doing, sweets? <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> the thing that happened to me this week—it happened yesterday. 
And if you follow me on the social media, like you already know this. Oh, I um, didn't. I didn't see. Well, I met my friend's baby for the first time yesterday. Eee, baby. Yeah. So she is nine months old. Okay. Um, her name is Mila, and she is Duh. adorable. And like, it's so funny that her name is Mila because like, this girl who had this woman, um, this young lady, my friend Elena, who had the baby. I all uh, when I we lived together in college. It was a duplex that was like seven of us all together. And so I always like there was a part of me that always thought of us as the crew from that '70s show, which I know Claire is not a huge fan of, but I love it. The show sucks. It's the best show in the world of ever. It fucking and sucks. It's phenomenal. You know what it's, show I threw up against that '70s show on an episode a few weeks ago it was Boy Meets World. That's an excellent show. I agree. You've never seen. You don't watch Boy Meets I've, World. I've seen Boy Meets World. I've seen plenty of episodes of Boy Meets World. You said you never watched it. No, I've never watched Girl Meets World. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, All right. But like, but I always sort of equated my friend Elena with um, with Jackie, um, the Mila Kunis character. Yeah, so yeah. now her baby's name is Mila, and she's adorable, and she is so well behaved, and she's on a Pampers box. Like this child already is like nine months old is already like on a national baby model. Whoa. Yeah. And that's when we that's also when we found out that uh, Mike was moving to LA tomorrow. So Mike is her me. husband? No, Mike is my friend, um, the one that helped me get the air conditioner. Right. So why Oh, oh, through conversation yeah, with there was her. A, we, there was a group of us. Um, okay. So it was Okay. Elena, her daughter, uh, which is weird to say. Um and it's actually pronounced Dofter. Dofter? Yeah. Okay. Um, Elena, her Dofter, um, and our, our buddies, Mike, Rich, and Alex. Uh, okay. Yes, Mike, Rich, and, Mike, Rich, and Alex. Um, okay. Because we all, at some Rich. point, lived together. I like that name. Yeah. Rich. Do you ever call him Dick? Oh, yeah. Well, because here's <laughs> the thing. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to bash my friends because there's nothing to bash about them. But it's just so funny I'll that... I'll bash them. <laughs> Mike, I don't like it when you did that thing that one time, and you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know. It's not, how, it's not what you said, it's how you said it. Yeah, exactly. Dick, stop being a dick, okay? Um, just pay me back. I love you, Mike. Um, and <laughs> But Rich can suck it. <laughs> and But it's so funny because I lived with them in college, so like I have seen them so drunk. I have done like... So many, like, I've made so many questionable life choices with all of them. Yeah. And Elena has a child. Yeah. Like, like I've known so many of Elena's exes, and, like, she's known every girl that I dated in college, and, like, it's just such a funny, like, family thing that we, like, know a lot of, like, I'm not going to say all of each other's dirty laundry, but we we know so much about each other just from living together. And I have, I don't get to see Elena a whole lot, because she lives in Brooklyn, now she's a mother, and... We just have two completely separate lives, but when like we all get together, it's like we never left college. Totally, it's it was wonderful, and it was just such like a beautiful except a baby there. Except there's a baby there now. Yeah. Um, and like now I'm starting to see Elena as a mother and getting glimpses of like Mike and Alex and Rich as fathers, and like I don't know about me as a father, but. But, like, having a kid Oh, I know. You're going to be a crazy cool father. I hope. That would be... A friend of mine once told me I'd be, like, a sports car dad. Sports car dad? What <laughs> like, is that? Like, I, like, just the dad with the sports car. Um, oh, so a dad. Ex- yes. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, like, we're all just sitting there catching up on our lives, and the ba- and, like the baby's throwing shit, and not like all Love over it. the place, but like like she has a rattle that she throws on the floor, and like she like Lana had to change her diaper, and like it's real. It's like weird how real it is. Yeah. That like a friend of mine that I went to college with, who I've been drunk with like so many times, who I lived with is a mother. Yeah. Like and like I'm super happy for her and like she just got engaged two days ago as well. Woo! Yeah. To the baby's father. To the baby's father. Amazing. Yeah, I mean like, it's it, like I'm super thrilled for them. American dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are so many people who have children like not with the person that they had that child with. Yeah. 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 Or no person at all. Yeah. And like like Mother Mary. Um, yes. Oh my God. Just like the Virgin Mary. Um. Gosh, I wonder if Elena has ever been approached by an angel that told her that she... <laughs> it's funny, because we were in a show together where she played an angel. Wow. She was flown in, like, she had these, like, super cool animatronics. alarm again? What the fuck? It's been a very noisy night. It has been. Yeah. Anyway, so, I mean, like, it's not a whole, like, there's, like, not a whole lot to the story other than, like, we got together, I oh, saw some of my good friends. I, I saw my good friends, like, for the first time. I hadn't seen Mike in, like, a year. Because what happened was, we did producers in college. Okay. We were both up for the national tour that went out. Okay. And he was called back for, like, ensemble tracks plus a couple understudy tracks. I was only called back for Leo. So I knew that if I was going to book this, I would it would be because I booked Leo. Okay. Um, and, like... Did luck- he book? He booked. <gasps> and... Mike! Yeah, Mike booked, got to tour. Mike's a little um, bookstress. Yeah, and... Like and arms. then he got to go, then he got to go um, on as Max like the last two performances of the tour. Whoa! Yeah, that's like when I went on as Ellen in Saigon. Exactly. Closing weekend. Yeah. yeah, and like he broke, he sprained a foot when we did the show together, and then he sprained the other foot, or he broke the other foot, like the last day of tour. Well, that's what you get. Exactly. Um, but and it's funny because like I went in, like I got like pretty far, like I think the second to last round of callbacks mm-hmm. and. And I didn't book it. And my solace was that when I went for that last callback, I already knew I was getting my equity card. Yeah. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, like, I was not even, like, I, was, I ain't even mad. Yeah. But, like, that, yeah. So, I hadn't, I saw him once when he got back from tour, and then I hadn't seen him since until yesterday. Whoa. And now he's gone <laughs> as of tomorrow. Oh, my god. So, it's, it's crazy, and, like. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, good for him. Good yeah. for you. Good for yeah, you for so, being a good friend. Yeah. Okay, super, questions. Yes, please do. Are you going to babysit ever? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what their whole situation is. Like, I'd be, I don't, I don't know if I'd want to because I don't, I haven't babysat in at least 10 years. Like, I used to babysit for kids in the neighborhood, but I. You've never babysat a baby? No. Okay, well. I babysat a child with autism. Um Okay. Which I'm not going to say they're the same thing, but there's a like there's a low challenge. functioning form spectrum. Exactly, is, yeah. yeah. And he was a, a rather low functioning child. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I guess that's a similar challenge in that low functioning way. Yes. Okay. Well, Elena is her name. Elena's name. Yeah. Hey, Elena, girl. You need to tell her to listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. Elena, I am a very experienced babysitter, and I love taking care of the age range that Mila is. 
Ian is going to come with me to babysit your baby whenever <laughs> you and your man need a night out, and I'm going to teach him all of the man things he needs to know how to do. He needs to know how to change her diaper. He needs to know how to play with her tummy time, back time. He needs to know what songs would work. He just needs to know bedtime routine, very important. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you were saying that you had trouble imagining Elena as a mother until it was very real and very present in front oh, of no, you. Oh, no, I had... I Sorry if I, I misspoke. Um, it's not that I never... Or maybe I interpreted it wrong. It's probably um, my fault. Oh, no, I, I'm, I guess I am... I think what I meant was, like, I have trouble, like, picturing myself as a father. Oh, okay. Um, like, and it's funny because I, I, I didn't... Like, we didn't even think of that kind of thing until we all found out that she was pregnant. Right. Because we were like, oh, well, like... We all immediately thought, like, oh, she's going to be a great mother. Yeah. Because she's, like, she can have a very hard exterior, but she is fiercely loyal, and she's a great friend, and she's super caring. Yeah. Um, And, like, it's not like it takes a whole lot to get to that. You just have to not be a shitty person yeah. and hang out. Yeah, I, I don't know if there was more to that question. Oh, but. no, it was just that you mentioned, like, you had a moment of, like, watching her change the baby or knowing she had to take the baby to be yeah. changed. Yeah. I mean, Elena is doing a lot more than I think a lot of people recognize about new mothers. Like, oh my all, God, yeah. all of the things you have to do. Particularly, you mentioned, like, this is a friend you used to get wasted with. She still can't drink. People think mm-hmm. that when you have a baby, you can just suddenly start drinking. Just get getting it. wasted. I'm sorry, no. If you're breastfeeding, no fucking way. No, no way, honey. No. Do you, um, do you know if she's, this might be too much information, but is she, like, breast pumping? Like, did she mention what she, like, prefers? Do they go out it? in public with the baby yet? Um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, actually. It's nine months, so it's, it's I mean, the baby's months. been out in public. The baby's been out in public, yeah. um, it was drinking from a little, like, juice box thingy, so I'm not sure if that was, like, a drink, or if that was, like, kind of, like, a paste, because she can't, uh, eat solid foods yet, but. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, some sort of mashed up something. Yeah. Um, um yeah, so babies normally up to, like, five and a half, six months are breast milk only. Yeah. And then at, like, five like five five and a half months you start integrating like mashed up fruit okay and then you start doing um allergy testing which mm-hmm. is like egg yolk strawberries yeah like all she these was starting ones. to talk she was talking about like well we haven't given her peanuts yet but blah whoa nine months and no peanuts well it's, it's on the docket because yeah. they because she knows she hasn't very had any well peanut butter at all wow that's i don't rare. know i mean i guess not because um a lot of babies like peanut butter and bananas all Whipped up together. Yeah. I like that, and yeah. I'm and I'm a grown ass man. Um, Baby food's delicious. I it used is. to eat when when uh, this one kid that I took care of. Um, I signed an NDA with his family, so I can't say much. But I will say that I also ate with him. Right. What whatever was left over was just uh, a smoothie for me. So good. Yeah. Um, smoothies are so good. Yeah. Like um, but yeah, it's just so funny because what is that baby gonna be like? Yeah. Like who like who is this? Her, who's What's this the baby tiny call human? You? Yeah, Uncle I don't Ian. Know. Maybe, probably not. Just because Ian. Probably like just like this is mommy's friend, like Mr. Brodsky. Mr. Brodsky. <laughs> That's your dad. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and it's funny because like Rich is like also he's like a super chill guy, uh-huh. and like you wouldn't think of him as being like the fatherly type, but he is the best with that child, and like he is Rich the dude. No, no. Oh, okay. Who's the dude? What's the, the dude's dude, name? The dude is Adrian. I've only met Adrian. him. Yeah, Adrian. Grinier. And he wasn't there. Exactly. They are very wealthy. They are exactly. Yes. Um, and, like, I'm, like, I don't know a whole lot about Adrian. I met him, like, once a couple years ago when okay. they were first together. Um, 
but he was working that night and she had the baby with her and we all met up um but like rich is like i i, I see rich like obsessed with that child and like of course he's uncle rich because is rich single does rich live here yes he does yes and yes and yes does he have big arms for carrying ac units um yeah big enough okay how tall um, about a little taller than me Okay, thus endeth Claire's thirsty. <laughs> no, I really do just want to meet your friends. I love the way that you talk about your friends. I yeah. love the way that... Um, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but you have a very like reverential, almost like worshipy way of talking about people you care about in a really like special... I do. Yeah, because you just really pedestal people that like you admire and... Well, can I speak to that for a Yeah, a bit? of course, please. Um... I was thinking about that the other day, actually, about, like, just, like, how much I love the people in my life, like, namely my friends. I love that. And similar to what you were saying, and it was, like, and it's because, like, not that, like, not that I have such a hard life or that I've ever, like, had it ever bad, but, like, I've had my fair share of... You were just telling a story about being in Final Callback. Exactly, right. national tour. Right. <laughs> and so I... Um, like, I've had my fair share of, like, friends giving me shit and, like, being the one cut out of the friend group or the one, like, being dumped by the friends oh, or, God. um, or being, like, I, like, I was bullied, like, all throughout, like, from elementary to high school, which, like, nothing drastic, luckily, but, like, but I was you're still coming down from some of that. Well, here's the thing, and I feel like That's I always That's a high-anxiety pressure situation. Yeah, and one of, like, my favorite things from a tv show that is no longer on the air called sirens um one of the characters once said like we're all who we were in middle school and are we there's i think there's a but to me like there's definitely a part of me that still is because like i was like a chubby kid for like half of middle school okay um and i was like teased because i was like a theater kid and i was different and um and like, and I just until college, like I like I had been burnt so much, right? Um, and now, like especially at this point in my life, that I've known these people from college for almost ten years at this point, which yeah. is weird. So crazy um, that like I'm that I do totally like worship them like as my friends because they're like a they're amazing people, b they're great people to me. Yeah, um, they've been so good to you. Yeah, and yeah. so just I'm super grateful. And now we have a baby in the mix. A baby. Now there's in a baby. The yeah. Yeah. So it's like seven and a half friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Eight men and a baby. Um, yeah, literally. That's how many men yeah. it takes to figure anything out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was so mean. Except true. Very true. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. How is that 56 grams of sugar going? Um, so far so good. I'm maybe about like. Almost halfway through, like a third of the way through. Okay, so when you have a baby, you're gonna set that example. Probably, probably. Oh my god! I'm, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> I'm gonna be like Danny Brodsky. Don't drink those 56 grams of sugar. Okay, I really want you to keep the idea for Danny because I think Danny Brodsky is gonna be the dreamiest. <laughs> and if I have, oh my gosh! And if I have a daughter, Daphne, Daphne, Daphne and Danny. Danny. Oh god! <laughs> They're gonna be such good friends. And I. You know when you know somebody, we're just talking about friends, but like you know when you know somebody well enough that you're like, okay, like it's forever. Like we're friends for the rest of time. I'm down. I feel that way. Great. Yeah. I'm for it. Our kids will never be single. We're just going to put them together. (laughs) Like like, Like St. West and Blue Ivy. 
it's fine. It's cool. I mean, someone else has a baby and is like in love, and I'm like, you know, just like trolling for Rich and Mike and Steve. Who's the <laughs> other guy's name? Alex. Alex, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll find a place to cut it off. Okay. It's cool. But yeah, I mean, like, that was so much babbling, but thank you for listening to the thing that happened no, for me this week. No, it wasn't babbling. Mine was babbling. Uh, it's cool. Like, we yeah. both babbled today. You know we what? It's did. a babbly episode. It's a babbly episode. The last couple episodes, I got really heated, so I'm glad it got that heated. I had... Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that I had a silly, yeah. silly billy willy so party. New. Silly yes. Billy. Yes. Question okay. time? Yeah. Cool. Ian, what are you obsessed with right now? Oh, God. Oh, I was just thinking about this. I'm kind of obsessed with my friend's bluegrass band. Whoa. So check out the Snowy Mountain Sisters. Hey, Snowy Mountain Sisters. They're all over the social media, but um, my friend Kendra is this incredible fiddle player, and she formed her own band, and it's uh, six women who play, like, bluegrass music and country-style covers of songs. So they did like a Beatles cover last night and I met a few of her friends and then one of my buddies from work met up and like they are, I mean, they're just so freaking talented and they have so much fun on stage. So Totes. I'm going to say I'm obsessed with them because Snowy they're Snowy Mountain Sisters. Yeah. Got them. Okay. Desert Island. Mm-hmm. You can only bring three deceased historical figures to keep Ooh. you company forever. Ooh. I'm good at these. Um, yes, you are. Uh-huh. Gene Kelly, because Gene Kelly. Duh. Um, Except ooh. I heard he was kind of mean. He was, but like I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. In a it. bossy way. In a bossy way. Like I would, like I would just be like, validate me, validate, keep yelling at me, but it validates me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I would be, I would be for it. Um, keep yelling, but I'm, it validates. Like, I'm, I guess I'm masochistic that way. Um, so Gene Kelly, um, Eleanor Roosevelt. Great. Because, like, that would be, like, I feel like she's, like, the Elizabeth Warren of her time. Totes. Was Ellie Roosevelt with Franklin Delano or with Teddy? I think with FDR. She was Teddy's aunt, right? Mother? I think Franklin's, like, second cousin or something. Or, like, third cousin or something. Oh. Ooh. Okay. There was a weird, like, close relationship But they all there. kind of fucked each other, too, right? Yeah. It's, it's fine. It was the 90s. Yeah. Um, my mom still tells me that it's legal in Florida to be with your second cousin. They just, mm. like five years ago or some shit, outlawed being with your first cousin. Mm. So you have your cousins, and, and then you, you have, have your, your first, first cousins. cousins. No. And then you, no, honey, that, that's not that's right, not right is, is it? it? No, that's definitely <laughs> not right. Ah, uh, American you classic. You know who's looking fine tonight? Seth Mosakowski. Ew, Ew, he's your cousin. What? He's a good kisser. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, I, I never get tired of that movie. Never. Never, um, never, ever. So Gene Kelly, Susan B. Anthony. No, you didn't say Susan B. Anthony. You said Eleanor, Eleanor Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt. I'm sorry. Is You're it right. Susan B. Anthony for the third one? No, because... Gosh, tonight no. is noisy. You've got the subway. We've so got people planes, outside. The I Mexican think that they're... Food. I could, maybe they're like doing some sort of scramble outside. Maybe. Um, what the hell? We do have inauguration tomorrow. Um, mm, maybe that is what that's for. Everything's just like flying that way. We do um, have quite the inauguration tomorrow. Did you hear? Hear what? I was just hopeful it was going to be Joe Biden. I was about to make a joke about somebody oh, else, but Joe no, Biden. the truth is just that it's... Uh, it's gross. Um, so Eleanor gross. Roosevelt, Gene Kelly. Ooh. And? Oh my God. God? 
And just got no deceased um, historical just, figure. Deceased historical. Um, ooh, maybe Jesus though. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. That comes with the caveat of believing that he was really a man, as opposed to a woman, or no. as opposed to like a prophet or no, or... like being a historical figure at all. Some people, oh, okay. some people believe that because the timeline is during the time of Caesar. Okay, that I he see is a mean. historical figure, but no one can prove he ever actually existed. existed. Then maybe not Jesus Christ. I should go with someone that like actually like we know existed. Yeah, hmm. Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds and it Gene would Kelly Debbie would fight Reynolds. all the time. They, they would. hated each other. I know, and I would be like, "Mom, Dad." But I bet they'd have crazy sex, and then you could have sex with Eleanor Roosevelt. I'm, I, I'm, I'm for it. I just defiled <laughs> the memory of one of the greatest first ladies of all time. <laughs> Oops, my bad. Okay, what are you watching slash listening to? I am. I'm listening to She and Him, which is Zoe Deschanel's band. Yeah, with M. Ward. Yeah, he is the him of She and Him. Exactly. Um, so Incredible guitarist. To, yeah, so I'm better than she is a singer. Yeah, I mean, I like her voice. Like, it's not. I, don't know, I was gonna. I was gonna say Frida Kahlo when I meant to say Maria Callas, who I also don't love her voice. Mm. So I'm just full with the terrible reference points tonight. That's um, okay. But like, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just fun music. So great. Yeah. So do you I'm have a favorite song by them? Uh, Why do you let me stay here? From their first album. Pretty good. I'm choreographing from uh, for my students, and that's going to be their their song that they. Do in like their little recital at the end of class. I think from volume one, my favorite is uh, "Take It Back, mm-hmm. oh, Take It Back." Yeah. I want your loving number. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm watching the series of unfortunate events on Netflix. Is it worth it? Um. Let me work it. <laughs> I put my thing down. Flip it. And reverse it. Oh, okay. All right. Um. I don't like because it's not amazing. It's definitely better than the movie mm-hmm. from like years ago. Neil Pat like I, I fucking love Neil Patrick Harris, but like he's just so classic NPH in this. The that, prosthetics like, aren't hiding anything. Not really because he still does a lot of his like, like I am clever breaking the fourth wall yeah neil patrick harris thinks he's so smart yeah um and like i love him i think he's super talented but like there's just like it's not i guess it's not everything i expected it to be yeah which is like kind of like falls in the don't meet your heroes category but um but like i'm enjoying it like i think it's worth a shot totes yeah so that's what i'm watching and listening to great yeah last person you texted that wasn't moi um my director um, check out, you heard it here at the Winterfest. Um, so yeah, he and I are just putting together rehearsal schedules and stuff. Great. Because yeah, we're just kind of like trying to throw it together as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so David, shout out, to, shout out to David. Hey David. David single. I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> he is just not. <laughs> okay. And one person living or dead that you may or may not know that you would like to wish well today. Um, hmm. I'm going to wish, um... She's not exactly my student, but she's kind of one of my assistants at this children's theater. Okay. I'm going to keep her name. Like, I'm not going to say her name because, like, that would be weird. Um, hey, so-and-so. Hey, but um, she's actually going to my alma mater next year. Great. So, like, I don't, like, and she was my Chip and Beauty and the Beast, and, like, she was kind of, like, my, like, my, like, my child when yeah. I was there. And now she's a senior in high school, and... She is so like friggin' bright, and she's like, she like, is gonna be a great stage manager, 
And, like, I just wish her, like, all the success and all the happiness because she's such a good kid throughout all of these years. Like, that just hasn't changed about her. Great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. Yeah. What you obsessed with? I am obsessed with the fact that I figured out that we have Xfinity logins for our HBO Go because it's shared with um, one of my roommate's families. Yeah. But I figured out that Xfinity.com lets you stream TV to any device. So I logged in, and now my computer is a TV in my room. That is a game changer right there. Huge game changer. You know what I watched last night? Tell me. Devil Wears Prada on USA with commercials. Oh, yeah. You know what was behind me? What? The DVD of The Devil Wears Prada. Prada. (laughs) (laughs) But it was worth it because it was TV in my bedroom. Oh, my God, yes. I've never had a TV in my room, and now I know why. Yeah. Why? It's funny because I have one in mine, but it's hooked up to an older Apple TV that, like, is useless at this point, so like I'm still in this in our studio space a lot, aka my living room. Yeah, yeah. You know what I've always wanted to do is like go in on some sort of cable subscription with some friends where I help them pay for theirs. Mm-hmm. Like I would contribute to your FiOS if I didn't have Xfinity availability. Yeah, like I'd contribute to your FiOS to get your login. I've considered that in the past. Yeah, like good friends should do that for each other. I think so. Do you remember that time Andy Samberg gave out his Netflix password no. on the Emmys? Yeah, like in his acceptance speech or something. Or no, he was hosting and he gave out no his HBO Go subscription and it oh. worked and like ten thousand people logged in. Oh my god, that's before so... Before HBO Go made him change it. Oh, jeez. That's so funny. That's hilarious. Um, he's an old friend of mine's cousin, apparently. Really? Yeah. Samberg. Samberg. In well, the tribe. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I want to know the three people, the three deceased figures you would have on a desert island with you. Mm, okay. Um, ben Franklin. Ooh. Smart. Yeah, because he'll know how to make anything. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll probably be super chauvinistic, so I can always have someone to yell at. Exactly. You wouldn't take that shit. Yeah, never. Amelia Earhart. Ooh. Like a fun, adventurous, like, girlfriend. Oh, you two would be, like, thick as thieves. I saw a breakdown today for a show that they're writing about Amelia Earhart. Do you think I look enough like her? I don't at all. I don't all. know. She's really sallow and redheaded. <laughs> because like, because I, I think of Amelia Earhart and I think of Amy Adams because I think she played it in like a night in the museum or something. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm the not, wrong person to ask about yeah, that. I'm not thin or tall or redheaded, so it's not going to work so out. So deal with it. So deal with it, honey. And number three, let's see: Ben Franklin, Amelia Earhart, and Roald Dahl. So he can uh, <laughs> tell me stories. Uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I like him so much. I loved Roald Dahl books as a kid. Yeah, definitely. The I don't remember d- shit about them at this point, but I remember liking them a lot. Oh my gosh, I know them all. I know them all by heart. Yeah. Like front to back, the whole story. That's I love awesome. them. Yeah, I've read them all. I have them all. I keep them all. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, what are you watching and listening to right now? Um, watching and listening kind of the same thing because I was watching it live and then I put it in my ears and took it away. Um, uh, some John Mulaney stand up. Oh, I love John Mulaney. See, I didn't like him at all. And then, um, your ex girlfriend like made me sit down and watch a stand up special with him. Mm-hmm. And nothing is harder to do than watch a stand up special with someone who's already seen that stand up special because mm. they'll look at you to find out if you're going to laugh at the same jokes. Yeah. They whisper punchlines along. Like, they just, you know, it's impossible. That's tough, yeah. So I was like, wow, I hate him even more now. Um, And I was giving courtesy laughs to, like, a great 
writer of SNL and I'm a huge SNL fan. Yeah. So I was like, I got to give this another shot. So I heard an old interview with him on Pop Culture Happy Hour. Mm. And I was like, all right, I'll give John Mulaney another shot. And um, was pleasantly surprised, especially because he's very frank about being an alcoholic. And oh, yeah. it's very helpful to listen to like his old party stories and live vicariously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like the things he has to say about his wife and their life yeah. together. I just love that. I love that too. Yeah, I love it. Like... I just love that bit where it's like, I, it's like she walks to the door and she's like, I'm hungry. Great. We know where to start. Like, <laughs> like that bit. But also I remember like being so, I loved John Mulaney from that first special when he went with the whole like, so I'm, I have a girlfriend, which is weird because I'm probably gay based on the way I like walk and talk and am. <laughs> and I was like, I identify. Yes. That whole like, that whole Do you get gay bit. guys looking at you a lot on the train and stuff? Trying to flirt up with you? I don't think so. Container store I was hit on a few times because that was in Chelsea. Mm. So like I would do, like one time I directed That's where a customer. The gays are. It's true. Those gays. It's one of like the many gay. It's Deborah messing you gays. <laughs> I just remember I was like, yeah, like it's going to be right down the aisle here. If you've hit like these jars, you've gone too far. And one of the guys in this couple goes, oh, smart and cute, good for you. Oh. And I was like, thanks. Those people upstairs got to stop moving those chairs. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> um, I'm going to yeah. lose my mind, y'all. Um, who's the last person you texted aside from me? It was my boss, Kate. Mm. She was telling me where to take her kids for dinner to meet the parents. Mm. Was it any more fun? Yes. They went to one of my favorite restaurants, actually. Ooh. And then the girls wanted me to stay for dinner. And I was like, no, sorry, Aww. I have a podcast to record. Yeah. I'm not going to stay for Gina LaFornarina Italian food. It's fine, whatever. I'm not bitter about it. <laughs> and I quit. <laughs> this is the final episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the final episode. And, th- and this has been the thing that happened this week. <laughs> the thing that happened once. The thing that happened yes. that time. <laughs> um, and finally, one person living or dead... Uh, who you may or may not know, who you wish well. This is a little controversial. Okay. But I wish Megyn Kelly well. Megyn Kelly is a moderator, commentator, and news reporter, formerly for the Fox News Network. And she has recently, under a barrage of Fox News Corporation, it's unbelievable what this company can get away with. Oh my God, but yeah. It's unbelievable. But just in the halls of Fox News Corps, they've been having a lot of um, issues between upper male management and female reporters Mm -hmm. and a lot of sexual misconduct, sexual harassment. And so the peak of Megyn Kelly's year last year was Donald Trump alluding that she had her period and that's why she was grilling him during a a presidential debate. In case you forgot, guys. In case you forgot. We're here to fucking remind you. So then there was all this drama at Fox News over the turn of the year, and then it was announced last week that she will be leaving Fox News for NBC. NBC. She will be hosting a nightly news show that is not NBC Nightly News. It will be led in by Lester Holt. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just very exciting. I think that she's going to do great things. I think that her party stance has changed considerably. And... um, I think that she's a very powerful woman. I don't agree with most things she's ever said, but I think that she has a great mind and she can do great things. And I personally love NBC. Um, they are always fourth runner up in the bi- in the Big Five conversation, <laughs> but I think they have some of the best content and truly some of the best 
middle ground news. Mm-hmm. They're they're a liberal network, and they have no apologies about being a fairly liberal network. So I'm hopeful that um, she learns something, and that people give her a chance, and that she thrives in her new job. Yeah, I'm, I love that. Like I, I think yes, it's controversial, but I, I'm I'm so excited to see what happens. I am too, especially to see someone change parties. Yeah, like that's because, huge. Especially because during all of that like rigmarole. Like good use of the word rigmarole. Thank you. Um, um, during that whole thing, like you were like seeing her, like kind of her true colors in the way that's like, oh, this is actually someone who's a probably good person, like who I yeah. may just like, like I've never watched Fox News because of course that was just out of the question in my upbringing. But <laughs> that was all we watched. <laughs> I, I believe it. Um, but. Like during like during what I've caught of this past like election cycle, like I'm I have a lot of respect for Megan Kelly. It yeah. turns out because she is like really like she's someone I feel like I would have a conversation with who I might not agree with, but I would, but we could talk and have a conversation yeah. and listen to each other's points. I feel like Megan Kelly's career could go one of two ways. She could end up being like Barbara Wawa and work on a daytime. <laughs> TV show, or she could be Katie Couric. Mm. And I truly believe that Megyn Kelly has the stamina and, you know, I mean, she could go down like Walter Cronkite. She could, like, be the next great, that would be great. news reporter. Yeah. Um, so, not that she's not already great, because even if I don't agree with what the network was saying, the way she delivered it was great. She has yeah. a beautiful presence on screen. Yeah. And, yeah. like, even during all that stuff, like, she... She was true to herself and stuff. Yeah. At least from what I saw. Yeah, she stood up for herself. No one could criticize that yeah. she didn't acknowledge that. No, she did not have her period. And by the way, it's nobody's business. It's nobody's but business. And it's not like, and it's, that's science, guys. It's so funny how women bleed from their uteruses. Like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not pregnant again. Yeah. And good for her. Yeah. She don't need no man. Yeah, good I mean, for her. she has a hot, hot man. I was gonna, have you she, ever she seen has her like a husband and kids. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. She's got a like, real big diamond, honey. Like I see, like I see that side eye in Claire's like eyes right now. That's just like Claire's thirsty, and her, Claire hus- thirsty. her husband is so handsome. Yeah, <laughs> good, for, good for them. Yeah. So to you, Megan Kelly. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. All right, Ian. Where can people find you on social media? At ibroski, um, i b r o s k i, and at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. Amazing. ClaireManship.com, at Womanship, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship, and the show is at... This Week's Thing. Yeah. And Hashtag then, This Week's Thing. Uh, this Week's Thing at gmail.com. This Week's Thing.com. Like, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, tell Five your... Five stars. Family, tell your enemies, tell... Ooh, definitely tell your enemies. Please tell your enemies. Mm, yes. That's um, a good way to bond with somebody. Right? I know we hate each other, but I listen to something that might interest but like, you. Like, check it out. Like... <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next week with some very cool guests, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Working it out, y'all. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love you.